Welcome back to the Return the Picks podcast, where once again, myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gilliam and Dave Bluck are talking all things American football and trying to make some moolah off what little knowledge we have about the beautiful game that we love each and every Sunday and Thursday night and Sunday night and Monday night as well, basically almost all week. So we figured we'd try and fit in a podcast sometime this week. Unfortunately, I couldn't make the recording, so I handed the keys to the asylum to the lunatics and let them run the place. And my goodness, after two hours of editing, we finally have a podcast that might, just might, be broadcastable. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Jazz and Dave taking control of the show for this week. And I will say, this week only. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Turn the Picks podcast, where this week we are without our usual host and leader, Oliver Juice Wilson, as he decides that work is more important. Well, of course, we decided that fun time was more important last week, which is fair enough, but work... And this you can always come first before work. How are we doing, Dave? Hopefully we're going to have a nice... Uh, no, that's just terrible. Let's get rid of that. I just fucking shat the bed there, didn't we? That was good. I'd leave it in. <laughs> just re- bed. No, that's great. No, uh, why, why did you stop? You did it perfectly. And then uh, you were like, no, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it's, it. It's like you got oh. all the way through the, the swimming pool and then you drowned right before the, uh, the end when you were winning. Yeah, I didn't like it. I had to stop it. You didn't like it. All it right. was when I said, so hey Dave, I should have been like, so this week, join him. It was sounded, Jazz- it sounded oh. great. I was going to just start talking about, uh, you know, uh, stuff. <laughs> I think I could probably do that again, but this time I'm not going to go for the hey Dave. We'll, we'll go hey for Dave. That. And so this week, it's just me, me, Jazz Gilliam and Dave Bluck. How are we doing, Dave? Then we'll go from that. That's all we we'll do. Okay, I got it. Okay, I'm just, all I'm going to say is just briefly just, just go talk with about... It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Forty. Welcome back to another edition of Return the Picks podcast. Where this week we are without our leader and podcast host Ollie Wilson, so it's leaving me, Jazz Gillum, and our fellow co-host Dave Bluck to man the trenches and see if we can somehow muddle our, our way through all of this and find a way to hopefully some money this week. However, last week again another shocking one for all of us. Dave, how are we doing? Did you actually put a bet on last week, or was it just a complete forget one for you because you're having your birthday fun? Yeah, I had a week off. Uh, it was my birthday. Um, shout out to Whitney for standing in for both of us last oh, week great with, episode uh, as well, with yeah. Ollie. Yeah, very enjoyable. Although her lack of respect for the Scottish nation and its and national, haggis in general, its national dish is quite frankly pathetic. Um, I don't know what they're eating down there in Tampa, but uh, anybody who's tried gator tails is delicious. Yeah, I got gator tails. Don't worry about sheep stomach. I got, I got my grouper out there I, as well. I got my crawdaddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, oh, Whitney, not a fan, but um, yeah, I was a fan of her podcast. And congratulations to her on becoming an NFL agent. Which yeah, how is amazing. cool is that? Yeah, really cool. I'm really That's cool really hearing cool. her talk about it as well. I've of course um, seen her go to the Falcons and chat to Young Way Koo, and that was on her Instagram as well. So yeah. you never know, maybe uh, a first client for Whitney. You never know. Oh, yeah. Well, and that increases my odds ever so slightly of being able to talk to him one day. Um, you, you, you can hope. <laughs> you never know. You, you never, never know. know. The, never the know. higher Whitney have... climbs, the, you know, the more we can you know, just kind of can, uh, drag can, on her Like we've coattails. done with Ollie, just grab one of the coattails, go along for the ride, and do that with Whitney. Yeah, we also, can just have like hold a leg each. 
And while they I mean, fly... let's not go for that. Let's go for shoulders. Let's just go on to shoulders. Not, let's not talk about legs here. Oh, yeah. Ollie's legs are gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's stay away from legs. About... Let's go for I shoulders. Want... I don't want to talk about Because then we're, we're riding with them. We're not riding on the end of them. It's, it's just a bit, a bit weird. Oh, all right. Speaking of uh, Young Way Kirby, it'd be fun if we did get him on the podcast and we could recreate our uh, massive kicker debate that we had in the pub before Thanksgiving, the first, the day before we did our first show. Which is sadly not recorded to, and yeah, was done drunkenly, honest. so we can't remember half of it. So it probably but it'd be wasn't fun to as have good that as you conversation because I think we had some very um, outright views about what we thought kickers were and how good they were and how good an athlete they were. Yeah. Throughout that, I'm sure he'd uh, probably be very offended with some of our views, but let's. Uh, <laughs> we can only find out. We can only yeah, find I don't, out. I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he knows what rugby is. That was uh, half the conversation was why don't rugby players play American football because they're so yeah. much better. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had a good week, but I had a week off from bets because I lost my bet, as I say in the podcast later on. Uh, I lost my bet because the Chiefs couldn't beat the Ravens. So I felt sad and I didn't put any bets on last week. So I had a week off, but I'm going to win some money this week. I've got every confidence, Jazz. I'm going to break my streak. Well, unfortunately, I went four and two from last week and only went three and three. So we're all not doing too great. So Mm -hmm. your five out of six is the best one we've had so far. Just one away from that uh, treasured... It's happening. I can feel it. I can feel it like the Browns getting over the hump and getting the Super Bowl. That's I I can feel it. I'm in the meadow. So- I'm in the meadow and I'm counting receipts. <laughs> oh dear. That's not a place to be. That's going to be napalmed again this weekend, probably. No. Um, so although without, without Ollie Wilson as our venerable host, we do have him dropping in a few little nuggets for us to digest and also his bet later on. So enjoy the show. Over the middle. Picked off! Season fired. Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again. And it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone and he's picked off. Back the other way. Justin Fields throws for 68 and gets sacked nine times. Nine times for 67 yards. Nine times feels like quite a lot, Jazz. It's more than you should have. Yeah, I mean, Miles Garrett got four and a half and apparently should have got to five and a half, which I don't know what the single game record is, but it's either that, either five or six. So it wasn't four. Well, it was, a, it was a franchise record, four yeah. and a half. I mean, for the Browns. For the Browns. Get a good pass rusher. Which they now have. Yeah, Did you true. see one of, the, um, one of the sacks he got where he was st- lined up over the tackle? And he sidestepped across the tackle and the guard and then was blocked by the centre. Have you seen that one? Yeah. yeah. It is unbelievable that a man that size can move that fast. Yeah, he's quite good at football. Yeah, he's not. He's quite good at football. He's not bad. It's probably worth that uh, number one tag. Unlike, what's his face? Yeah. Uh, Clowney, of course, who was supposed to be the, the original version of Miles Garrett. But at least he got two sacks. Yeah. He managed to get some, some food yeah, on he's, the table. Yeah, he's kind of heating up. It feels like he's never going to be one of those guys in that kind of Aaron Donald class, but it feels like Miles Garrett could be that guy and is kind of showing it now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, four and a half sacks in one game is so ridiculous when you think of how that influences your chance of getting to, you know, that 15 to 20 kind of sack total that could get you a defensive player of the year. Of course, 22 and a half is the single season record. So that's what, a quarter of it? No, a fifth of it. 
pretty much. So. Yeah, and he's got an extra game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, doing that by week three really helps. So it takes the pressure off him for that. I'm sure as well as uh, his contract bonuses would be uh, singing right now. But hey, uh-huh. what can we do? What have you have you had any time to think? We're going to get into a few quarterbacks that maybe should be reconsidered a little bit. Like I Trevor feel. Lawrence and Zach Wilson, maybe. Uh, no, I mean, they're rookies. We kind of give them a break. Oh, okay, give them um, a free pass. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, and their teams suck around them. I know I was I was talking more about Baker Mayfield. Have you got any oh, more kind of thoughts through him? Has your opinion changed no. at all? Just him being a good game manager and getting these wins? and He's doing everything he needs to do, isn't he? Baker Mayfield's in a perfect situation <laughs> for a, a not very good quarterback where you've got a very good defense now and you've got an exceptional running game and you've got good weapons around you and a good offensive line. So... The Browns have done well to build the team around him. The issue will be when they come to pay him whether they're going to be able to keep a hold of all the things that make them so good. And I don't mm-hmm. think they'll be able to. And I don't think that Mayfield will be able to outplay the things he'll lose. So that's my honest take on that. But however, I'm willing to be proved wrong. At the minute, he is. Because... You think he's actually a below average quarterback in the league? I wouldn't say below average quarterback. I mean, at the okay. minute, he's the second best quarterback in the AFC North. So. <laughs> But that's not much to say about, to be honest. Uh, who would be number one, actually? Would it be Lamar Jackson or would it be Joe Burrow? If I put well, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow number two. one... It's got to be two. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's got to be, it's that, gotta be Lamar one, isn't it? Surely. He's he's a former MVP. Uh, Dolly, of course, not, he's a, started uh, not really a quarterback, well. just a running back. But anyway, I'd, I would like to see him do more um, because I think it's quite a good opportunity to see the Browns do something a bit more kind of exceptional. But... At the same time, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he's that player. I'm not sure if he has the skill set to do so. But wait and see. Yeah, he he might be on that kind of Kirk Cousins level, which brings me on to Kirk Cousins is the other person we were thinking about reconsidering. So let's have a chat about Kirk Cousins, shall we, Dave? So yeah, I will admit he had, he's had a very good start to the year. I'll admit that. On Sunday, yeah. an absolute game. He looked better than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, okay, didn't have the best game, but he looked very, very good. He was good on the run. He was throwing. He was throwing to both sides of his body. He completed passes when he needed to. He got three or four touchdown passes. It just a really good game. Yep, and I'll hand it to him there. However, I would say the Seahawks defense isn't exactly stellar. I would also no. put it to you: the reason why Kirk Cousins does so well with the Vikings this year so far is because Jefferson's that one year further ahead, and he's clearly a number one receiver. Thielen was a number one slot receiver, and now he's moved around a little bit. And Cook and Madison, granted Cook didn't play last weekend, but Madison st- stepped up and filled the void very, very well. So mm-hmm. then you have to go back to the Mayfield question of is he the reason why they're doing well or is he complementing the reason why they're doing well? And I think Kirk Cousins will always be a compliment player rather than the reason because you put him yeah. in prime time, he chokes, apart from once. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's where I had to change my tune about Kirk Cousins a bit because I was talking all large two years ago uh, when we were, before the pandemic and everything, when I was watching the playoffs with a Vikings fan and a Seahawks fan uh, in Cardiff. And I was saying, Kirk Cousins, in a two-minute drill, is never going to win you a playoff game. Never going to win you. I'd had a few drinks as well. And I was like, never going to win you a playoff game. Never going to win you. Smoking a cigarette outside all, ah, he's never going to win you a playoff game. Wins a playoff game. Uh, in the final two minutes. So um, since then, I've had to kind of eat some humble pie on the Kirk Cousins front. And I do, I think that, I think you have nailed it though. Like, it's complimentary. It's are game those managing. guys ever going to, yeah. 
Are those guys ever going to be MVP caliber? No. But could they win a Super Bowl with the right pieces around them? They probably could. I mean, um, Trent Dilfer won a but, one-one. Yeah, he's not. But that's enough, you know. Yeah. You, you, if you have a a quarterback that doesn't make too many mistakes, I think when you see these young quarterbacks coming in, yes, they're in bad positions, but the amount of mistakes that they can make yeah. to have a Baker Mayfield to have a Kirk Cousins that don't actually throw a lot of interceptions, that don't make a lot of bad plays, they're not going to kill you. They're not going to do something insane like Patrick Mahomes does, but they're not going to kill you as well. And I think that's really valuable. That could be enough to win you a division, yep. to get you to the playoffs. Probably not going to win you a Super Bowl, though. Because you need that player who can create a little bit of X-Factor magic. That's just, the thing. Just got just to gotta get to the dance, Jazz. But, I mean, going back to the Kirk Cousins things in the playoffs, the reason why I also don't rate yeah. Kirk Cousins as highly as everyone else seems to is that everyone seems to forget the year before Kirk Cousins joined the Vikings, Case Keenum took them to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was below... That and if you, level if you of think that, yeah, so that's, that's good point. my point. It's, it's much like yeah. when um, Pep Guardiola and Roly Ball, as you like to put it, Dave, took over at Bayern Munich. The outgoing <laughs> manager had won the treble. They'd won the league, the the League Cup, and also the Champions League. Pep Guardiola never repeated that feat. Does that make him a worse manager than the guy he replaced? You could argue it, because he didn't repeat the feat that was set before he got there. So that's my issue with Kirk Cousins as well. I was never a big fan of him okay. in Washington. Um, granted yeah. for what he had around in Washington he did quite well I'd hold my hands up and say that too but fundamentally he certainly had good he has certainly had good stats in Washington I think he got yeah. two like 4,000 yard seasons well, it helps when you've got but... Shanahan and McVeigh as your offensive coordinators yeah yeah it's it going to be interesting it's... sure it's going to be interesting to see what he does the rest of the year I, th- I suspect it'll be up and down very similar to Mayfield I think it'll be you'll get Really good games, you get really good stats. Some games, and then other games, he'll kind of go missing, and you'll be like, like prime time "Oh, games. okay, yeah." <laughs> yeah that's like why I th- that's the annoying, th- the annoying thing. That's why I think will probably happen is that the Vikings and the Packers, I think, is their division to lose. That one of those two teams, and it'll come down to who wins the games at Lambeau and um, at the Minnesota home ground. What's the name of that stadium? Can't remember. Um, but whoever wins those two games, obviously, is going to go to the playoffs and win that division. I just can't see if you had much like we watched Aaron Rodgers do at the weekend mm-hmm. just take a 37 seconds I think he had to get down the field to get a field goal that's what Aaron Rodgers does Kirk Cousins oh, so good. just doesn't do that as much so, as so everyone good. likes to think he does he doesn't do that so if he can do that in I... prime time and beat the teams that he needs to beat then I'll hold my hands up and I'll say he's not that bad he's never going to be good yeah, that was not that bad we had some absolute bangers at the weekend game. Oh, absolutely! Didn't we? I'm just, I'm just thinking. I kind of forgot about that Green Bay game. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers had a vintage game, as good as any of his last year when he was the MVP. Yeah. And the 49ers still only lost in the last, you know, few They're seconds. A big comeback too. From a 49ers. Kick. They were 17 0 down, weren't they? I know. Yeah. So, yeah, they both look incredible. Um. Yeah, and then we have the Chiefs and the Chargers, and Ollie is going to be so happy about Justin Herbert just being the best player on the field there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Ollie's about to tell us too is that uh, Mahomes throws two more picks in that game, so he's now at three for the season. <laughs> did he? Did he throw two? He oh two. no! My better or worse is looking uh, terrible. At really, week three. really. For all we know, really he might not throw another one all year. But it's... Can you imagine if he didn't? That would be that would really <laughs> save my skin. Yeah. How many did he? How many? What did we need? I needed Six. only five or something insane. God. Yeah, I think. Actually, Come I'll on, Patrick. What, I'll tell you right now. 
I'll tell you right now what you had down for that. You had it down as... Where is he? Six interceptions. <laughs> okay, all so right. So you said less, and me and Ollie mm. both said more, so... <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, it's probably uh, a bit bold. Maybe he'll. Maybe he'll sort things out. There's always a chance, isn't there? So speaking of Ollie, their defense. Their defense looks uh, quite just on the Chiefs. Their defense looks bad enough this year, though, that suspect. where they might. He's going to have to keep throwing it into tight windows, so he probably is going to end up with like double-digit inceptions. But that's what happens when you first. try and pay all your best players. There's going to have yeah. to be some sort of scrimping and saving somewhere, and unfortunately, in I don't think case, they lost a lot of players though. But maybe they lost a lot, of, like well, I some think Frank Clark is player, like linebackers injured, and stuff. But which doesn't help. Yeah, but yeah, but they pay Chris Jones. They've still got Honey Badger, and I don't know. They haven't really got much. Feel like they've lost a lot of people. They spent a lot of money on their offensive weapons, like Mahomes and. Another thing Hill. we should get onto in another week. We we don't need to handle it now, but just is there are there any good defenses anyway <laughs> to talk about? Like everybody seems bad in defense now. That is an issue. Like not not the not Falcons bad, but everybody's bad. Anyway, it's, sorry. It's what are you going to say week. about Ollie? I was going to say let's uh, let's see what Ollie has to say about his uh, his little takeaways from week two, and then we'll uh, come we'll on, Ollie. Dissect it, shall we? You lazy. Just want to throw a couple of grenades out there for you guys to maybe get your teeth into or maybe completely ignore uh i know jazz are going to want to ignore this one the pittsburgh steelers look trash on offense absolute trash passing game big ben throws for 300 yards but the number of drops that you saw from those steelers receivers like we made jokes about it a year ago but Mm. that is becoming a problem and they weren't able on defense i know they were missing starters jazz but they weren't able to shut down the cincinnati bengals offense which hasn't been too difficult to do despite the revamp and the rebrand yeah, with Joe Burrow and the LSU boys trying to get things going yeah, there it's, it's, and Joe Mixon having a solid start to the season but I worry about those Pittsburgh Steelers team quite a lot for this season Jazz I think it could be rough uh, even though yeah, it's not uh, worried we'll he's get enjoying to the bets it he later it. on um, <laughs> still got some love and you can't have a go at Mike Tomlin too much the Chargers against the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes is racking up those interceptions Better or worse, it looks like it's going to be worse on those picks for Patrick this oh, season. But come on, Ali. I know I talk about it every already, week. Already covered that. Justin Herbert is awesome. <laughs> There's no sign of a sophomore slump this year. The only thing is that the Chargers' game management is absolutely <coughs> atrocious. I don't know why they didn't try and run the clock and kick the field goal. Instead, they ended up calling a passing play. Herbert gives them a touchdown to go ahead. They missed the extra point, which then almost killed them because if Mahomes drives the other end of the field and gets a touchdown with the timeout and 30-odd seconds they had left, then you're in a big problem because suddenly the Chiefs were leading by one. I mean, just ridiculous moments like that are killing the Chargers in these close games. They got away with it this week against arguably the best team in the league. But it's not going to happen too many times as we saw the previous week as well. They really need to sort out game management. Uh, the <coughs> LA Chargers. And just finally, God, it's going on a bit, isn't it? let's give a shout out to Kirk Cousins, who started really brightly. The fourth leading scoring quarterback in fantasy points this year. 323 yards on the Seattle Seahawks defense this week. The Seahawks may not look as good as they were in the last few years so far this season. <laughs> But Kirk Cousins is playing at elite elite level as uh, Justin Jefferson gets another 100-yard game as well. Jazzy, two for you to ponder over for sure. Oh, Matt Stafford for MVP. Rams beat the Bucks. God, wrap yeah, it up. A waffle, wasn't Jesus. it? So let's just start. It's almost like he... It's almost like he talks for a living, isn't it? For God's sake. Let's just start with just, the... Uh... Just while it's in my, while it's in yeah. my head... 
Um, couple of things. Uh, how do you get your teeth into a grenade? Like you, some sometimes with a grenade, you have a pin that you pull out. You can pull out oh, with your teeth you if you're feeling particularly aggressive. But you don't bite the actual grenade. No. Do you? I mean, it if you did, dangerous. you'd probably blow your head off. Mm. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. I feel like he needs to consider his grenade <laughs> um, usage analogies. And then uh, he mentioned Matthew Stafford, as I thought he would, but no mention of Matthew Stafford connecting with Deshaun Jackson, which I think for Ollie is basically um, pornography. Just oh, no, no, straight no, no. out. On. For Ollie, he watched, he watched that Cup, naked. That's to, that makes him get a but little Deshaun bit But Deshaun Jackson, the eagle connection, you know. Yeah, but... He likes Cooper Cup so much, it. and he loves Matt Stafford. So the fact that they carry on connecting like they do, it's, all I imagine is whenever I see the Rams playing, you know that picture of um, Randy from South Park when he's just covered in jizz everywhere? That's all I can see. <laughs> I just imagine <laughs> Ollie being that person. <laughs> Every touchdown, he just gets a little bit more white on his shoulder or something. Yeah, just stectoplasms everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think he's so in love with Matthew Stafford at this point that I think he could be throwing it to Nelson Aguilar and Ollie would still be applauding. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Funny how okay. that works. Carry on. So Steelers, as Ollie quite aptly mentioned, we were Yeah, no uh, argument from you, I'm guessing. Rooted on that one. No, I've got no argument on that whatsoever. I mean, fundamentally again, we did miss TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, our two starting outside linebackers, which is a bit of a big loss for the pass rush. That's not great. It's not great, but the Tyler Boyd T D where he got almost tackled and then somehow span out of it and ran for the 15 yards that should mm-hmm. never have happened um the jamar chase one a fairness jamar chase is proving to be what jamar chase was kind of advertised as by marlon which is four four touchdowns in three games four games the three yeah. games yeah three the first games. player to ever do that and the only other player to score three touchdowns in three consecutive games as a rookie was randy moss that's why i would describe him as the current second coming mm-hmm. of randy moss what would be interesting to see is of course in preseason, Jamar Chase looked useless. Whether or not the Bengals were just trying to lowball everyone so that no one would cover him, so they wouldn't think he's going to be very good, just so they can get that long ball established. Now that opens mm-hmm. up everything else underneath. Not that I'm trying to give the Bengals too much credit here, of course, but you never know. They did. So, they uh, look good. They look good. They did. I mean, offensively, we looked terrible. I think big. I think Big Ben now is without question the worst quarterback in the AFC North. As much as I hate to say that about Monsieur Mayfield being yeah. better than Big Ben. Currently he is. He's a shell of his former self and I would love to see him return to former glory. And it's hard to say with the drops if that's on the receivers or if that's down to the throws. Because we obviously have spoken before with Odell Beckham Jr. being as good as he was with the Giants because Manning would just throw it and not be very accurate. Whereas yeah. if you had him with Drew Brees throwing to him, he'd get all the yards and the touchdowns but you wouldn't have the big amazing circus catches because it's in his chest in between his numbers mm-hmm. and there's no need to extend massively. So I'd I was a bit upset with how the running game worked as well, but again, Najee Harris got us tons of receptions, so from my fantasy point of view, I'm happy with that. Um, <laughs> take the wins to, where you can. So you got, you got to take where you can, but losing the Bengals like that in that fashion was uh, was pretty galling, I have to say. Yeah, it's not like you don't have to play them again later this year, so uh, Hopefully out. revenge game. Watch out for that. Oh, and um, you've got a really easy game next week. I think it's um, the Green Bay Packers, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, did you know that we have the hardest schedule in the NFL? I do, yeah, because you told yeah. me. Yeah, and when I was looking at the preseason kind of ideas of what, what we might have had, I think nine or ten wins was looking promising. When we beat the Bills, I thought, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be more like 11 or 12. 
And then losing to the Raiders and the Bengals makes you think maybe it's going to be more like seven or eight, but that's not good enough because that would be a losing record. Uh, yeah, in that division as well, I can't imagine you know the Ravens and the Browns look playoff ready. And the so... Browns have got a much easier schedule than the Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers mm-hmm. is number one, most difficult. Ravens is two, and Browns is like eight or nine. So yeah. not a huge drop off, but enough to get a few more. Mickey Mouse opposition side, shall we say. Weathers, the Falcons Jazz, who managed to get their first win of the season and probably one of the only wins we're going to see all year, have got a really easy schedule for once. Um, and we've uh, we got the Washington and football team coming up. they're definitely going to beat the Bills, remember? Well, well, yeah, you can notch that one in. Um, <laughs> and then we've got the Washington football team, which is a very yeah. winnable game this weekend. And then we have got the Jets, which we're going to go and see live. Oh, of course we are, yeah, yeah. And that should be a good game. Yep. And you'd expect the Falcons to win that. And if they don't, I think I'll see you crying. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I'd actually, in part of me, kind of wishes they were playing somebody better so the pressure wasn't on. But like because yeah. they're playing the Jets, and the Jets are the worst team in the league, it's like if you don't win I mean, that, the, then you've the really The Jaguars upset. aren't far behind, really, are they? <clears throat> Those teams no. that picked one and two aren't really doing that well. I've at so least far. seen Trevor Lawrence throw some nice balls. And I haven't seen that from uh, what's his name, Zach the Jets Wilson. guy, Zach Wilson. The trouble with Zach Wilson, yeah. though, that game we obviously had a stinker against the Patriots' defense. Rookie quarterbacks mm. historically do terrible against Bill Belichick's defense the first time they come up against it. Mm-hmm. That's why I knew that the Pats were going to win that by a comfortable margin. So trying to judge him on that one's unfair because I mean, again, Sam Donald was seeing ghosts when he first saw. Oh yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like rookie bash. It's it's a stupid thing to do because you you can look really really dumb as well because they might and turn very out to be amazing too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they could quickly turn it around and become amazing. Um, but yeah, the Falcons have got a couple of couple of weeks where they could, you know, they could end up at um, three and two, um, yeah. and it's a chance for their offense to click through the gears because they look I'm worried about you're worried about your quarterback I'm worried about my quarterback Jazz he looks kind of cooked he looks old and like when Matt Ryan used to be um, not too far behind Tom Brady at that classic like you know they're both pocket passes they're not going to break out and do some crazy stuff like Aaron Rodgers on the run but he was one of the best in the league always at going back into the pocket and then stepping up and then throwing. And he just can't do that anymore. He just gets sacked. <laughs> he just, just gets sacked. Matt Ryan is was as good as Tom Brady. No, no, no. I said behind. Oh, but okay. that was he was he was one of the best in the league oh, at doing that. Jesus. And he has been since he was Tay down from another quarterback tree. No, Jesus. no, no. You need to listen to what I'm saying. Um but yeah. He, but he can't seem to do that anymore, and that's what he's always been best at. So yeah. it, it it could get really bad. And I don't know if it's a bit of rustiness or... I mean, the offensive, offensive line, line is poor, but the offensive line has been bad for most of his time in Atlanta, I would say. And he's offensive always kind of managed... Maybe. He's always managed to kind of get there. So I don't know. Yeah. See the yeah. loss of Julio is really showing up? Well, Calvin Ridley doesn't seem to have the power and size to be a wide receiver that, one that you need as a wide receiver one. Just based off the three weeks, I mean, it could change, but he looks small out there, and that yes. is worrying. 
when he's going to get those targets. Now, Kyle Pitts could become the one, that kind of like steady target, because he's got the size and the reach and everything. But, you know, he's just a rookie and it's too early. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's a tough but, one. I mean, uh, the thing with Kyle Pitts is that I like that they've been using him out wide as well, not just having him as an inline blocking tight end or... Actually, yeah, they're giving him a bit of everything. They're throwing a yeah. lot of stuff at him. They're not just, um, they're not kind of hiding him away. And I think that's good for his development, you know, because in all, in all honesty, you know, we've got to look beyond Matt Ryan. We've got to look beyond this current team. There's going to be a lot of potential changes in the next couple of years, whether it's going to be yeah. under Arthur Smith or not. Well, that's um, what we said in the off season, wasn't it? Whether or not they so... get rid of Ryan and Julio, and then draft a QB early, and then try and redevelop with them. Yeah, but you know, I'm excited. I'm excited about Pitts, and we'll we'll see. You know, he's getting targets and stuff, so I just want to see him develop. Um, just need to beat the Jets, yeah. and then we'll be happy. Just need to, yeah, exactly. It feels <laughs> like that's the game of the year because I'm going to it in person. It's the first time I'm ever gonna. It'll be the most Falcons thing ever, though, for the first time that I see them in person, for them to lose against the Jets. That would be a real Falcons thing to do, right? I mean, to make it even more classic would be if they get like a 20-point lead and then blow it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that would Jesus be God. classic Peak Falcons. Oh, God. And watching that live, I again, I'd like, I well, you'll just, I might see you cry. I think you would just like watch my watch me watching it. <laughs> like, <laughs> just watch my face just melt and fall apart. Um, all right, let's move on from the, uh, from the Falcons. That's <laughs> let's enough. move on from the Falcons. Let's um let's talk about them boys, those cowboys that beat the uh, the Eagles a bit. Oh on my Monday god. Night. Is that why Ollie isn't here because of that incredible loss? I think possibly loss. he's up, just upset about it. He doesn't want to get ripped anymore. But granted it, neither of us want to like talk that. about the Cowboys at all or give them any credit. Um the They were we great. With... They were great though, Jazz. Their yeah. their offense was rolling. They're going to steam steam through quite a few teams this year if they play like that on offense. It doesn't matter what they do on defense. They just need a couple of turnovers, and that offense will, Hurts will go far. Yeah, I mean the thing oh, with yeah. that though is the NFC East is currently a dumpster fire in my opinion. Apart from the Washington Football Team, I think they're the most well-rounded team in that division. So, yes, the Cowboys' offense did quite well. However, look at who they were playing against and the caliber of the player they're up against. And they'd lost Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox went out, so they lost their two key members of their defensive line. So again. It's not like they're playing against the first string in some ways. So I, I can't give them too much credit for that. But again, you can only beat what's in front of you. And they obviously did mm-hmm. that very well. Yeah, yeah. It looks all over the place for the Eagles, though. I don't know what it yeah. says about my Falcons that the Eagles managed to dominate them in week one. <laughs> yeah. um, but well, We all thought it was going to be the what, other way around. I almost put one of the Falcons to... to, to Hurts, hasn't, well. Hurts hasn't done anything since. Um, and... It just it looks bad on both sides of the ball against the Cowboys. So I don't know. We'll we'll yeah. see. I'll, I'll let I'll let Ollie off uh, off the hook of listening to any more of us talk about them. Yeah, because um, he, he doesn't need that in his life, does he? Really, right now, he has enough uh, enough woe with having to watch them, let alone us uh, lambast yeah. them at the same time. At least I can say that all three of our teams look like we're not going to go to the <laughs> <Shoddy>. playoffs. <laughs> so well, yeah. you know, we 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 should be able to enjoy January. It might, to be fair, by the time we all meet up for Thanksgiving football, all be three of our teams might teams. might be out. Yeah. Oh, I really hope that's not the case. Yeah. If I was that going to predict, I'd say that that the Eagles and the Falcons are already out, and the Steelers, the Steelers are hovering are around by a thread. They're yeah. hovering around five hundred, and they need to make some moves. They make a push. 
Yeah, hopefully it means yeah. the, by then the offense has clicked together, but that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did mention as well was the uh, the yeah. poor game management from the Chargers, which <laughs> is something that team has had for quite a while. Do you remember? I think it was the last year or the year before uh-huh. when they had a, I think they had a two minute drill, and instead of hurrying up and getting to the line and calling plays or spiking it, they just let the time expire. Oh yeah, that was alright. There's so, so many of those, and the, that was put down to Anthony Lynn has been the issue there but he's been got rid of, but that's still an issue that the team has. So I don't know how that sort of ineptitude can linger within the side, but they need to sort that out. Because, I mean, that division with them having beaten the Chiefs, the Chiefs lost mm. two games. That's a wide open division. And with the Broncos in first place. Well, you know what Greg Rosenthal always like says about it is that he doesn't understand why they've got all of these huge stars at these NFL teams. There's millions and millions of dollars at stake. Why they yep. don't have... Just someone a, look at the clock just a coach that literally like a he's only ever his only job is to just game manage situations so like Andy Reid and everybody else doesn't have to worry about that they're just coaching they're calling plays they're worrying about the players and everything else and they're not worried about oh what should I do when we're into the last two minutes what should I do just before yeah. half time like what should I do with this timeout on fourth down, like those kind of things, and they could just give them advice rather than like the. It's amazing that these coaches seem to like get these things wrong, and everybody's yep. at home, like you know, what jabronis you like us are what like, are you doing? what the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, it's not as if there's a massive like, clock in the stadium that they can look at either, is there? It's super weird. I think they've just got too many things in their head. So why not just devolve that? To some yeah. guy who just stands there and he literally just like he tries to manage that for you. Maybe yeah, it just makes I don't too know. much sense, but that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. That's what it comes but to. I always thought that was a good point. But going back to the AFC West, the Broncos are three and zero, topping that division currently. Do you know they the played combined trash, record? Though. Yeah, do you know the combined record of the teams they played? No wins. Oh, and nine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw the uh, saw a meme of that earlier. I thought it was hilarious. The uh, the one with with Homer where he's putting all his back fat behind him so he looks kind yeah. of thin and it's Broncos yeah. 3-0 and then the back fat is all the teams that are there <laughs> a combined record of 0-9 I thought that was quite a good one I saw yeah I like that yeah we'll see what we'll see what they're about they are playing someone decent this week I think they're playing the Ravens so that'll sort the men from the boys that'll find out so what's find really out. going on there yeah Absolutely. man um, Speaking of any uh, other business or do you want to talk about some bets oh yeah the bets for sure so yeah let's do it if you're ready fire away Dave so after last week, where do you want to talk about the bets from last week? Well, you didn't give us a bet last week, so oh, that's true. Yeah, I missed uh, last so week. So even I? if you had I was a bet, about the one week before didn't count. Oh, you, yeah, that's that's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> I only that's lost. I think I was probably in shock after losing the bet by one. I got five out of six, and the only one that didn't pay off for me was, was the, the Chiefs. Chiefs winning. Yeah, at home. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it, so that was upsetting. Lamar Jackson causing me problems. Right, so this week I've got, I've got the Dallas Cowboys. Jazz, I've got him. I got him. Uh, I, d- I don't like these Panthers. I think they're, I think they're pretenders. They are, a, they're a soft team. They're pretending. And you're all, you guys are all like, oh, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. And I'm like, nah. He's, he's still the kind of same guy. He's just playing with a better team. He is average at best. So I got the Dallas Cowboys. Are going to go in there and take them out. I've got the... Oh, actually, they're at home. Sorry. 
It's at the Dallas Cowboys. They're even better. Cleveland Browns, I've got beating the Minnesota Vikings. So hoping that Kirk Cousins doesn't have any heroics. But I think he's going to be... I think he's going to be on the floor looking up at Miles Garrett's face for a lot of the yep. uh, afternoon. So that's what yep. I'm hoping for. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs minus seven against the Philly Eagles. That's a given. But, you know, <laughs> what, never what know. more do we need to say? You never know. Could have been minus 15, to be honest. I still would have gone with that. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I've got beating the 49ers, which I don't feel good about. But I feel like Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks I've seen since I've been watching football. He's not going to continuously lose games. He's going to have some where he comes out and wins. Uh, probably by himself, considering how bad their defense is. And then I've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, plus six and a half. So I don't know if they're going to win that game, but it's they the kind of game where they could make it. TJ Watt comes back. They make it a bit messy. They start clicking a little bit on offense, and they keep it tight. So I don't know. Uh, There's so many... There's so many games I don't feel good about, Jazz. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you guys like did this week. I'm really interested to hear the bets. And then we've got the Bengals, minus 7.5 against the Jaguars, because the Jaguars are trash. So I think the Bengals are going to beat up on them because they seem to be clicking quite nicely. So it's not the most exciting bet. I've got 41-1. to 1. Okay, it's still respectable. Usually, you and Ollie okay. had like twenty to one last year. So well, this still... year I'm trying to push them up a bit. I think I've I, all of mine this year have been in that kind of realm, fifty to one, that kind of, you know. So we'll see. So that's yeah. good. So I have the opposite of the Cowboys Panthers game. We've got the Panthers going into oh! the Cowboys Stadium, and Sam me. Darnold throwing all over that atrocious Cowboys defense, and uh, <laughs> Chubb Hubbard proving that he is CMC Mark II. By, uh, by beating the Cowboys. I've taken the Lions to beat the Bears because Justin Fields doesn't look very good and Jared Awful. Goff looks slightly better, so I'll go with that. Uh, I've got the Colts to win. I've got the Bucks minus seven against the Patriots. I think Tom Brady's revenge game against... Sorry, who, who are the Colts playing? Oh, now you're asking. I didn't write that one down. I'll tell you now. It must Colts be someone bad if you've picked them to win. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Oh, they'll do. Okay, fair enough. They're underdogs as well. So I've got the Bucks minus seven against the Patriots. I've got the Titans minus seven and a half against the Jets because I can't really see Zach Wilson going off for money points against the King Derek Henry. And the Cards and the Rams, I couldn't pick a winner, but I've taken oh, over yeah, 55 tough. points. Cause I think that's going to be a high-scoring contest with yeah. Kyler Murray running around, maybe yeah. running in a couple. That's D-Hop a good bet. getting a few, and then the Rams just going off. So... That gets you me ninety-three gone. to one as well. So hopefully, hopefully I don't really disagree with uh, with a lot of that as well. I like that. Apart from the Panthers, um, I think that Sam Darnold is going to fall apart without CMC. Well, he didn't last week. It's going to fall apart. It's a delayed fuse. <laughs> the issue actually more with the Panthers. It's a delayed fuse, Jazz. Like when you when you bite the pin out of a grenade, and then you chuck it. You've got a few seconds. You know that that. That game last week, that was a few seconds. and Donald's It was. Gonna... However, they still covered the spread for me. So I took the, just off topic before we go back onto those bets at some other point, is that I got um I took the Panthers to beat the Texans and have the spread. I think it was eight points. Mm-hmm. And they managed to do it in the last kind of drive. But they still did it. And I broke the Thursday night football curse that usually happens on us. So whenever someone picks Thursday night football games, bet's gone before we even get to the weekend. But I managed to get all the way down to, uh well... The late, the late games. I'm really trying to learn my lesson with that and just do, just do Sunday evening games because I don't like waiting for the Mondays. Yeah. And I don't like getting banged on a Thursday and then feeling sad going into Sunday. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's also just see what Ollie had for his bet, shall we? Let's oh, get, yeah, uh, go on then. Let's see what he's got to say for let's himself. Let's get the juice for his I've bet. I've got some bets for you. Let's run through these real quick. Uh, nice and easy. I'm taking the Titans to beat the Jets. I'm taking the Colts to beat the Dolphins because I still think that Colts running game has still got something in it. I'm taking the Lions to beat the Bears because the Bears were absolutely trash on offense this week and Justin Fields mm. isn't the saviour. I'm taking the Seahawks to beat the Niners because it's a divisional game and I back oh, Russell yeah. Wilson to go out and do something special in that. And then I'm covering That's my it. two boys as well. I'm taking the Steelers to beat the Packers and the Falcons to beat the Washington football team. And that is giving me £124.84 pence to one. We're going well, they should be. <laughs> yeah, great odds, but I'd, I'd, I'd love to have that kind of faith that the Steelers beat the Packers, but I just... I mean, you know, the Steelers... Did beat the Bills in week one. And the one. Saints beat the if Packers. If they can show up like that. To three points. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you can get enough pressure on Rodgers. The and, trouble is, the start of this point in the season. Why are we betting, you know, as a group, we really shouldn't be betting on the Falcons. Can yeah, I just, I, won, you know, I would have like, won. What are we I doing? I did win money on them last week, actually. I had a, so I, as an aside from the podcast, six team bet. I also put a three team bet on most weekends. Uh, I yeah, won did, one you, yeah. in week one, and I won one in week three. So I'm a hundred pounds up from those two. And that that one I had Jazzy. the Falcons beat the Giants. I had the Saints beat the Patriots, and I can't remember the other one I had. But which other one did I have? I had as he waits here, Titans minus <laughs> five against the Colts. Mm-hmm. Though annoyingly, my six team didn't come through because the Raiders couldn't cover the spread against the Dolphins and the Seahawks just couldn't beat Kirk Cousins. So livid, livid I was. That was. Yeah, that's really going to stick in your craw, isn't it? Not what I'm going to forget anytime soon. Not one little bit. <laughs> well, hey, look, I just hope that we get as good quality football as we got last week because there was some such good games. Good games. Some good games coming up, so I'm sure we'll all have a, a great weekend. Great and let's hope we uh, we finally win some money, eh, hey, boys? Yeah.